Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Big Lash Energy. I am your host, Jaina Marie. Today, I'm doing something I have never done before. And I'm a little bit scared, not gonna lie. It's a collaboration episode with the ladies from an incredible podcast called Coaches Don't Play. But let's be honest, I'm sure you've already heard of them. When I hinted that I was going to be doing this on my Instagram, one incredibly sweet human responded with, OMG, this is the collab we've all been waiting for, which I thought was adorable. I mean, I absolutely love the hype, not going to lie, but I've only had a podcast for like two weeks and one day at this point, so at least you haven't had to wait for that long. (laughs) The craziest thing about all of this is that before I even had a podcast, back when it was just a blip in the back of my mind, I'd mentioned the idea to my clients and pretty much everyone I talked to who listened to podcasts said that they loved Coaches Don't Play. The host, Coach P, is a makeup artist in Calgary, so it gave me hope that if I were to have a show, I might have an audience too. It just happened to be that only two days after I posted my trailer, my bridal client told me that they'd been talking about me on their show and I could not believe it. I reached out to them immediately and before I was even done that booking, we'd scheduled a collab recording. In other words, we did one episode for their show and another one for mine, both completely different. I highly recommend that you check theirs out because on their episode, I talk about my experience being bullied in the South Asian community. It's a good one. So come join us for some girl talk. With a couple of sips of champagne, the ladies opened up a little more than they usually do. We had some really good laughs and just wait till you hear what we had to say about high sex. (laughs) All right, this is an actual podcast dream come true for me. You have no idea. I'm actually sitting here with the ladies from Coaches Don't Play. Oh shit, it really happened. Coach P. Yes, I'm here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> She's here. Agarveen, hi. Nice to have you, ladies. Hello. Actually, yeah, so we just actually finished recording an episode for their show. Yes, thank you for coming on. That just kind of blew my mind that that just really happened. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, at this moment, I've literally today only had a podcast for two weeks, and I'm already yeah. on your, this is like literally, it's literally a dream. I'm like, one second, I'm wiping my one single tear. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but that just goes to show that, you know. You're doing it good. Well, thank you, you my friend. Like, right. Thank you, my friend. So some of you might know how this ended up coming to be. I posted the trailer to my episode, and then these ladies started talking about it on their show. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, some of my followers thought that they were throwing shade, and I was like, no, they're not. They're (laughs) rude. (laughs) Rude. Were you throwing shade? Were you trying to start a fight? I was, I was, I was like, fuck this bitch. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if exactly I was, Pammy. yeah, I know. I literally, I'm like the biggest pussy ever. <laughs> no, but I think, um, no, I think if I was trying to show, throw shade, I would have not even included that segment because if I talk about something like that, it draws attention to it. Right. right. So, if I talk about something and then people message me about it, like, oh, what is that? Mm-hmm. I'm always going to respond with, yeah, this is what it is. So I think like 20 people messaged me like, who, who is it? Who's starting their own podcast? And I sent your link out. I'm like, this is it. Well, thank you. And the truth is, yeah. if you were really trying to throw shade, we would not be here today. Would oh, we? yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. Okay. So I've been listening to your episode. I've been listening to your show. Right. Okay. I'm a fan. And I definitely left the five-star review because that's what you do when you listen and you appreciate a podcast. Yeah, so go and do that. Five-star review our show. Okay, so I was listening to your most recent episode. You were talking about your mom and you were talking about some dating stuff and what your, you know, what your parents do and don't know about your life and that sort of thing. And I was, 
immediately comparing it to my mom. Yeah. And I was thinking, we have literally the exact opposite upbringing. So I thought today what would be fun for our segment is for us to go over Indian mom, Desi mom versus white mom. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to answer the same questions. Okay. But with our own answers according to our cultural differences. Okay, got it. I feel like this could be really interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm down. And if if there's something that I ask and you don't feel comfortable. Can I say pass? You can say pass. Okay, cool. I won't like you anymore, but you can say pass. Okay with that. Also, I should mention to the listeners, you don't know this, but we're all sipping Veuve right now. We're sipping champagne, some big lash energy glasses. Um, So we all might be like marginally tipsy i'm tipsy and i 100 i'm not marginally i'm, like, <laughs> I'm way past that marginally. okay okay this is gonna be good welcome to big lash energy dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high we're celebrating wins learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way now here's your favorite hype woman jana marie jana marie Okay, so our first question coming right out the gates is, what did your mom teach you about men? Don't talk to them. <laughs> um, they're the devil, like literally the worst things. Did, is there an actual quote, like something you can actually remember that your mom said to you about men? Don't talk to them. That's it? That's it. Just like, straight up. Just straight up. Like, don't talk to them. Your dad's not going to like it. Don't talk to them. That's it. Like there was no like, oh, this is like how you should or like they're only after one thing. That was never mentioned because the mention of like any type of like touching Uh was not allowed. So it was just like, don't, you're not allowed. Right. So that was it. Okay. Because for me, my answer would be that I think my mom came from a place where she saw my grandma get left. My grandma got cheated on and had to build herself up. And so my mom came from a place of be prepared to be on your own. Mm-hmm. So she was like, they're always going to disappoint you, basically. Yeah. She was always like, have your own bank accounts, have your own money, never need a man. You should never need a man. That's what she always told me. And she also said, men, I, I distinctly remember, like, probably from when I was like seven years old, she would say, a man will say anything to get into your pants. Yeah. My mom never hinted towards any of that stuff. My mom's like that now. Mm-hmm. Now she's like that. Because now you're old enough to have the conversation. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. And also, she, her mindset has changed. I, f- I feel like a lot of Indian moms are still like that, where it's like, don't talk about them. You have to get married. That's the only way you're going to be like successful in life or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But now my mom, like my mom's a single mom. So like she is on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like she's the only, I think, Indian mom that will be like, don't get married if you don't have to. Like people have asked her now, like, what would you do different? And mm-hmm. she was like, if I didn't have to get married, I wouldn't have. Wow. Yeah. So she's completely on now. She's on the opposite like side. How has that affected up. you? I think I'm more comfortable with the, like now people say like, oh, are you ever pressured? Are you ever pressured? I'm, I'm never pressured. So I feel like the weight of like the culture is lifted mm-hmm. off of me because mm-hmm. my mom is like, okay mm-hmm. with all this stuff now. But now it's just, everything's on me now. Like my issues with dating and all this type of shit, men or all that, that's all my shit now. Mm-hmm. I can't blame it on the culture yeah. Right. Like it's just me and my own brokenness. <laughs> yeah. I don't have yeah. a scapegoat anymore. So I'm See, my, I did. <laughs> see one of my problems was because my mom always said to me a man will say anything to get into your pants she yeah. really drilled that into me even before I was like why would a man want to get into my pants like I didn't even understand sex yeah. yet and my mom was is that I just stopped believing anything that a guy would say to me like a man would be like I love you and I'd be like mm, probably oh, just saying that to get in my pants that's fucked because I feel like for brown girls we believe 
everything that a guy yes. says to us because we're not taught that we're, we're just not ta- that language doesn't exist right. like pa- in your pants the fuck right. does that mean like, no yeah. because genuinely like a guy could say anything to me and it's yeah. just like I roll yeah right mm, sure like that's me that's my response all the time yeah. sure sure you just want to get my pants that's always my response yeah and for brown girls it's a complete opposite like I was doing this one in, in um, interview with this girl and she was talking about how she got married to her first boyfriend mm-hmm. and that happens to a lot of brown girls right and it's because when we start first dating someone or our first boyfriend, we believe everything. You're like, oh, this is the first guy that's been nice to me. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah. Like, we just don't have experience with dating because we're not taught that shit. Like, yeah. our moms didn't date, so yeah. they don't know. Right. And, like, they don't know it. Like, they don't date and talk to guys. Right. So, we don't, yeah. they have nothing to teach us. I had, know. You know what? That's so funny. That reminds me. I had this girlfriend of mine. She's South Asian and she was like, Jaina, I know you're really, really busy this weekend, but can you do me a favor? Can you do my makeup? And I was like, dude, I've got like six weddings I'm doing. Why? This has to be for a good reason, right? Yeah. And she's like, I think my man's going to propose to me. And I was like, oh, well, shit. Like, if he's going to propose oh, to you, of yeah. course I want to do your hair makeup. I said, yeah. what makes you think he's going to propose? Yeah. She's like, well, he booked us a hotel room and we have like reservations no, like that's downtown. Just, that's regular sex. Yeah. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, I said to her, I said, um, you guys both live with your parents, right? Because obviously they're both Indian. She's yeah. like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't want you to be disappointed, but like he might just be wanting some hotel sex. Yeah, she was like, yeah. are you serious? I was like, yeah, dude. And then was it right? And then so I was like, I'll do your makeup, but if he proposes, I have to be the first person to know about it. Yeah. And then I never heard from her. Wow. <laughs> she was like, yeah, she he just me, wanted hotel sex. She probably devastated. Yeah. But I was like, just promise me while I was doing her makeup, I was trying to like talk her off the ledge. I'm like, yeah. just promise me that no matter what tonight you enjoy yourself, yes. whether he proposes or not. Right. Oh, but God. same thing, right? Like she's like, he's being nice. He probably wants to propose. I'm like, ah. He wants yeah. to get his pee pee wet. Our expectations are way too fucking high. And I think our our parents never said anything to us, and they also never there was never any display of affection right. in our households. Where we saw the most amount of affection taking place was in movies. Oh, Bollywood movies ruined us. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, because, because our mom said nothing, and then yeah, or they would like complain about their lives and be like, "Oh my god." you know husbands are trash blah 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 or like you know guys are such assholes in their own way right they would never directly say it they would be like it's just implied it's yeah. implied right you know it was just in the air mm-hmm. and then you know at the end of the day we just turn on a movie and then they're like oh yeah this is my first love you only fall in love once right yeah. and you marry the person blah, blah blah and you live happily ever after so that's why we're tricked into believing yeah. that when a guy is nice to us that he wants to marry us. Right. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. So my my mom, I grew up most of my life with my mom and my stepdad. And they would, I think probably, I'd say at least once a week, they would make like a kid's dinner, which was like, you know, mac and cheese with hot dogs cut up in it. Yeah. And then they would make their own like steak, mashed potatoes, you know, all that sort of thing. And then we knew that when it was their like date night, we couldn't go in like the kitchen living room area. Right. So they would make this really nice dinner for for each other or for themselves. And then they would like put their favorite CD on. And I always knew when I heard this music, I'm like, oh, Jesus, mm-hmm. mom and dad are dancing in the living room. And they would slow dance in the living room to like Peter Cetera or Blue Rodeo oh. or whatever their little mom and dad music was. Yeah. And I remember like we'd walk in the past the living room sometimes and I'd see them like sucking face and I'd be like, ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> and I remember my mom going, we could be fighting. 
Yeah. Yeah. And some kids walk into the living room and see their parents fighting and you mm. are not. Yeah. And so that was always like, but in my mind, like my dad was always, or my, you know, my stepdad, but I call him dad. He was always obsessed with my mom. He'd run around chasing her, grabbing her ass. And he was like, isn't she so hot? Isn't she? So? And I was like, yeah, I guess so dad. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's my normal now. So now when I, when a man isn't like trying to have his hands all over me, I'm like, do you even like me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I'm actually with someone, yeah, you know? And it's like, yeah. if you're not chasing me around the house, like. Ours is completely different. It's like, yeah. don't even give me a side hug my parents are in the room <laughs> yeah like, or, yeah anybody really yeah. side hug tp yeah. hugs for life yeah 100 percent. oh my goodness <laughs> so crazy this i is- feel like we shouldn't even do that like even like younger people now who are having kids they should show f- affection around their kids i feel like but i feel like a lot of even young couples mm-hmm. now that have kids don't do that so we're just doing the exact same thing our parents did yeah. it's gonna fuck up your kids so hold hands with tony once in a while <laughs> yeah man hold hands with tony okay <laughs> It's so funny because we have been yeah. the last little while and Monta will come around and be like, no. And like, <laughs> but all kids do her. that. And I'm like, kids do and that. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, just force I could, it. it could be easy and be like, okay, whatever. We won't do this right now. But then I'm like, no, you need to see this. Yeah. This is a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, we never saw it growing right. up. So start making out in front of your kids. The next question is, did your parents ever talk to you about sex? And if so, what did they say? No. Like now that you're an adult. Has it ever come up? Um, it came up for the first time on the podcast. Oh, wow. With my mom. I did an episode with my mom and I t- asked her about premarital sex. And that was <gasps> the first time bum, bum, bum. we talked about <laughs> sex. Wow. Or just even like just the idea of it was just like, it, like it was a part of the conversation. Wow, that's so bold. Yeah, I know. What the fuck was I thinking? Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's good content. It's good content. Yeah, Anything for like, the pod. I was like 30 at this time. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and it will, I asked her, I'm like, what's your like thoughts of on premarital sex? But you weren't even talking about it in relation to you. No, it was just in general. Like <laughs> yeah. in relation to me, it, we've never That's had not that a conver- thing. No, we never right. had that conversation. We never will. And then that was when I learned that my mom was like, yeah, I know people do it and it's fine. I just think you have to be old enough. Like just be old enough. And, and then you're like, so 30? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, like if you are old enough and you're like, her thing was like, just be smart, just be smart, just be mature enough. Right. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, but if I had that conversation with my mom, like earlier, if I was like in high school or something, she would have like, fucking slap me i think okay so here's here's my answer to the question oh God, way more juicier <laughs> no it's good i think that's adorable that you brought her onto your podcast that was our just, first sex talk just the stakes are so high yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no pressure mom but we're never we've <laughs> never even said this word to each other before but let's just record the conversation yeah. i that yeah. is the sign of a fabulous podcaster because that means you know how to get the good content yeah right i don't there. care about it i don't care right? about real life i just care about the podcast. You're right yeah. exactly and then you guys couldn't like look each other in the eye for the next week after yeah exactly. <laughs> oh no we talked about sex yeah okay so what happened to me was i remember i was 13 and i got sick oh my god yeah I was sick. I was at the doctor's office at 13 years old. I'm like little baby Jaina. Like I'm playing sports. I'm focused on my friends, all that kind of thing. The doctor stepped out of the room and my mom said, while we're here, we're going to talk to the doctor about putting you on the pill. <gasps> what, 13? Yes. Really? And I was like, like I, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about boys. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And also I went to a Kelowna Christian school. So I was like full like god girl like i'm gonna wait to have sex till i'm married so that wasn't even like in my and i was like mom i don't i don't think i i don't think i need that and she goes well if you ever decide that you want to have sex and you get pregnant it would be really embarrassing for me oh (laughs) i think girls i know girls right now 
that have that are trying to get on birth control for their acne uh-huh. and they can't because <laughs> if their mom or dad finds out they're fucked right so i said to my mom if I got pregnant, it would also be embarrassing for me. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was our first talk about sex. 13 of the doctor. Like, wow. yeah, no, that doesn't exist. Not no, here. our parents aren't proactive like that. Yeah. I did also have a lot of like my white friends were all on. They were pretty much all on birth control because and their parents told them to do it for their skin. And I don't think that was really why their parents. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God they're so smart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, oh, you have that. Do you, I think you have a pimple there. I think uh, we yeah. should talk to the doctor. And it's like, oh, is that really or are you just is this in, like insurance? I mean, that's way. Yeah, we're just doing everything wrong. Yeah, just fucking doing everything wrong. Now we're gonna get to the parts that you're doing right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Next question. As she takes another sip of her champagne, yeah. she's just ready. She's like, shit, I wasn't expecting this today. <laughs> Have you ever been busted with a boy? Yeah, it was the most horrible fucking experience of my life. Tell me about it. It was like I was sitting beside, it was the stupidest fucking thing now. <laughs> She's like, I was sitting beside a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he touched my wrist and then my Not mom's fine. We were sitting beside each other, like our thighs, the side of our thighs were touching. You it did was, not. It was after school. Uh-huh. And Wait, how old were you? I was in grade 10. Okay. How old is that? 16. 16. I was 16. So you were a hussy back at yeah, the ripe young a, age of 16. I was a, major hussy <laughs> sitting thighs touching you know and i got busted by my parents because they had they had a feeling something was going on and they drove to my school they, they had a feeling me. your thigh might be touching yeah. somebody else's thigh. I, know, I know and then um my parents saw me and it was like the most traumatic part of my life i think because wow. i almost got kicked out of the house are you serious yeah i talk about it all the time like my dad didn't talk to me for like two months and we we're <gasps> living under the same roof and he was like don't he's like leave this house you're not my daughter like it was really it was super super bad shit yeah my question is how long were your thighs touching because they had enough time to feel it drive all the way over to the school catch you like were we just sitting all there no they like velcro to each other (laughs) no no no. it was after school and we were just sitting beside each other Uh and like talking and my mom comes running oh jesus and i see her and the guy he takes off he's like takes off yeah and then i was like and then she's like get in the car right now and then, so yeah that's what happened that Hold was on, the, Tom, set the scene here were there other people around no it was after it was school just the two of you it was after school across the street there was this place called um it was called across because oh, across original the <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we were just sitting on like a little like you know like outside of like a mall or something mm-hmm. there's like a cement like little wall mm-hmm. there like a short wall we're just sitting on that so how did you and your parents make up after this tragic <laughs> incident yeah i had to like I stopped like going out. I was like school, home, school, home, get really good grades. And eventually like- I think, You like, slowly worked your way back into their good, good graces. graces. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, dude, it was like crazy. Jesus. I think of, uh, over time, like I had to show that I was like a really good kid. Oh, yeah. but you weren't ever not a good kid. I know, I know. Oh, my heart the, breaks for a little- But that's just like- 16 year old you. Yeah, I know. Coach P, little Coach P. Oh, baby Coach P. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, that was it. What was your first time getting busted with the guy? Yeah, I don't think Gravine married the guy that she got busted with. She's like, she got busted, and she's like, we're we're getting married. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, I don't think you have. She's have, never been busted actually, yet. She has two kids, and it. she's still never been busted with a guy. Um, yeah, my MSN boyfriend. No way. Yeah. You got busted on MSN. I got busted on MSN multiple times with my with the guys. Really? But you weren't touching legs, so no, you were fine. Yeah, we were just touching like sentences. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was I was an idiot. So I was like obviously obsessed with MSN yeah. uh-huh. at the time. Like, and I had this like MSN boyfriend. Like I was came home from school one day. I'm talking on MSN. And then I loved like put, putting myself on away. And then, you know, stepping away from the computer. This is like a couple months after dial up internet. So like you could uh-huh. do that. Because before it was like, you know, you have to go on, do your thing. You have to get off. Yes. Somebody needed the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> One day my mom was like, okay, yeah, we're going to go to like your cousin's house. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, oh my God, it's so exciting. I'm going to leave myself on a way and then see like how many people are going to message me while it's I'm going to be lit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to be it's flashing so orange, like crazy when I come back. And then we end up going and, and then one thing leads to another and my cousins are like, sleepover. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then I'm like stressing and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I so left you just my- left this conversation open? Yeah. Your- I oh, left like, that conversation. I left a whole bunch of other conversations. And I don't know who the hell was messaging me afterwards. And then so, and I'm the idiot. And I went to my mom and was like, you can't go to the computer. Oh no. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. I know. And so, and she's like, I promise. I don't. <laughs> and you believed her? Yeah. So wait, like, did you call her from the sleepover and say, don't look at the computer? No, I told her I'm, I'm a way bigger idiot than that. I told her at the place well, before she was about to leave. Oh. And so, of course, it's like brewing all the way home. Yeah, she just, that's like, the first thing she did. this kid hiding from me? And, you know, and then goes and like reads through everything and like probably, you know, got into like God knows what. So then what'd she say? And then she was like, and then the next day I just knew. Like, and my, so the thing Okay, stop mom, though, stop. What's the worst thing that she read? Honestly, probably not even anything. You know, you know how I am now? Like, so PG. Yeah. I was always like that. Like, especially I like when I was like 14. Because, yeah. like, I'm 15. just saying for people listening, they might be under the impression, like, yeah, boy, I wanna blah, da, 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 and, and I wanna, no. but you weren't, that wasn't the vibe. No, not. <laughs> you at were just all. talking. It was like the worst thing that probably could have happened is because this guy was like, I think a couple years older and uh-huh. he went to a different high school. Uh huh. And I think the worst thing that she could have seen is like he was going to come to my high school to like see you, see me hang there. out with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst. So it was like, you know, what could have happened right. had that taken yeah. place. Thank goodness she stopped you just in time. Yeah, who knows? But wait, yeah. you married him, didn't you? No, 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 no. Oh. no. I, was just, I was being <laughs> sarcastic. Oh, well, I No, I met Tony right after high school. <laughs> not in high school. And I think after that, that was something like, you know, not as bad as what happened. But I think I did get a it little bit It wasn't as bad as thigh touching. You guys are hilarious. Our parents This is are, what I'm think, saying. Like, there's no nothing juicy here. Yeah, there's... Like, like, <laughs> I, you're like, it this is, is the tea, but it's mostly water. <laughs> yeah, it's, more, <laughs> it's more so just trauma. Yeah. And so, because what happens is, like, you start to not deal with things directly. Yeah. Pretty much what our parents did was just get really upset with mm-hmm. us. And because my mom did something similar where like she was like got pissed about what happened in that moment, but then didn't talk about it. Right. She didn't say yeah. I'm upset because X, Y, Z could happen to you yeah. or I don't want you to, you know, have your heart broken or I don't want you to, you know, get freaking pregnant or yeah. something like that. Like none of that. It was just like she's pissed that it happened. And then to give you a, the silent treatment. like Yeah, the, silent treatment. Silent treatment is what really like jabs, like really hurts, especially when you're that age. Yeah. And also, so, I think like, cause I'm someone who grew up in the church and we were taught also that like sex was wrong, obviously. Yeah. And I think that what tends to happen when you're raised with like, either you're not talking about it or it's wrong, mm-hmm. is that you grow up and as an adult, when you're in the parameters for yes. which it should be accepted and okay, you yes. still feel like it's wrong. 100%. Right? And so you're like, you're supposed to be able to enjoy this time with your partner 
partner yeah. and it's all okay now because I've been married before twice. I know what this is like. You're like, this mm. is in your mind. You're like, everything about this should be good now. It should mm-hmm. be okay. But you're like, wait, are we still doing something wrong? Yep. Right. And so it's really hard to just like enjoy it and let loose and just like be in the moment because, yep. but yeah, that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast yeah. episode topic, but you know what I'm Yeah, you know, I'm sure it, you ladies it get it. Here. We yeah. both have that in common. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The first time I got busted with a boy, um, I asked my mom. Let me guess, you were having actual sex. Yes. Um, well, that happened too. I've oh, actually, God. okay, okay. I've been busted like actual, but I'm saying like the very first time my mom knew that boys were like, in my life because mm-hmm. I also was busted. I mean my mom she I remember my sister told me because when I told her I was going to be asking these questions my sister was like uh you should probably mention how when mom cleaned my bedroom after I moved out she thought it would be hilarious to take all the old condom wrappers and all the old condoms that were underneath my bed ew Carly by the way I never did that and put them <laughs> in a box and leave them on top of her bed so that when she came home she could just see all this stuff just sitting there it was Their like moms? a joke pranking you with (laughs) my mom was literally pranking us with like condom wrappers but anyways so the first time I was actually busted with a boy like not like you know like the most innocent one I asked my parents for a ride to youth group yeah at my church it was like Wednesday night where you'd go and like listen to music and whatever and talk about never having sex till you're married and when my mom dropped me off my plan was that I was actually going to go out with my boyfriend so I wasn't actually going to youth group I was using it as a cover but I was too stupid to even go into youth group first I went from her car straight to his truck like oh, I walked across the what <laughs> rookie mistake yeah I walked across oh you're talking to me about rookie mistakes now you're still a rookie okay yeah, yeah. I am. I am. I am. so so I walk across the parking lot directly into this guy's truck and my mom was like the fuck is she doing right obviously right like, where is she going so I go about my night him and I it was totally innocent we like drove around a little bit we were gonna go to Dairy Queen to get ice cream super innocent no nothing scandalous yeah. he dropped me back off at youth group and I got a ride home from youth from a friend so it looked like I at least covered that part where it looked like yeah. I was covered right? so I walk in the door thinking everything's fine and I got away with this and when I get there my mom is sitting at the kitchen counter mascara just like stains all down her cheeks okay oh, no. and she's like how was youth group Oh, and I was like, God. I was like, it was, it was good. It was good. The music was great. It was like yeah. all my friends were there. She's like, mm, really? And then she just slides this letter across the counter written in calligraphy in an actual calligraphy pen. Like, you know, with like a feather where like yeah. you, t- and it's like a beautiful font. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. And it was like, dear Jaina, I always thought I could trust you. I've, <gasps> yeah. Oh, she yeah. pulled the yeah. trust line. It like, yeah, oh. I was like, I've always believed everything that you've told me. But tonight, unfortunately, when I dropped you off at youth group and you walked across the parking lot, I thought this couldn't possibly be my little girl. That's the way to do it. Oh, you know, shit, right? right? She goes, and I, I still didn't believe it. So I followed you. And she's like, and then you turned into a back alley. And I thought the back alley was going to Dairy Queen. Like it wasn't like I was doing anything in a back alley, but she just, she saw the truck turn in a back alley and was like, I give up. So she goes in total disbelief. I went back to youth and I walked up and down the aisles looking for my little girl. Oh Oh my my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And then you could see like there was a spot on the piece of paper where like a tear had like stained the ink. Oh, stop. (laughs) Oh my God. And then she goes, and I finished reading and it was like, oh shit like I'm busted because my thing was I wished that I hadn't come home and said like the music was so good but like here I was I'd already lied to her face and so she goes after I was done reading it she goes who is that boy Mm -hmm. and I said um he's my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and she was like what would you do if I told you that you couldn't have a boyfriend and I said 
I probably would anyways, but lie to you about it. That's what I said. And she goes, okay, well, moving forward, let's just not lie anymore. I was like, okay. And that was it. That's the way to do it. She's like, I just don't want anybody lying to me. That's it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And that was a rule. Like as kids, my mom was always like, just as long as you don't lie to me, I just want to know what's going on. And I didn't want to lose her. I didn't want to lose her trust. So it was so funny because we'd have girlfriends who were like, tonight we're all going to sneak out. And we'd be like, okay, cool. So we'd tell our mom, like, mom, because my sister and I are only 13 months apart. So we were always like tag team and all the trouble Mm -hmm. that we got out. Right. And we're like, mom, all our friends are sneaking out tonight. My mom's like, okay, you know, do whatever. Just make sure, you know, you still have to be at school tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So our friends would come over and like tap on our window and then we'd climb out the window, even though mom, (laughs) just for the clout, right? So your friends think you're sneaking out. We're like climbing out, waving to mom as we go. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. That's the way to do it, dude. Right. Even now, like my mom now knows that like, you just have to have a like that trust as long as they're not lying to you but she knows that now after we've gone through all the bullshit so now when she talks to like her friends that have like younger kids she says now she says the exact same thing like as long as they're they're telling you what's going on yeah don't get upset with them yeah and try to stop them from doing things just just be glad that they're telling you yeah just be glad that they're telling you yeah i think too as our parents as we just age as humans we start to realize that you need to choose your battles yeah and i think Mm -hmm. that when parents are younger they're like everything is a battle like i need to fight about everything to make sure my kids are going to stay off the pole or not get pregnant or whatever but then as you get older they realize like yeah i fought about that that's not really it's not really worth it save yourself the energy yeah they get way more chill as they get older one thing that's funny is like when I got married the first time my parents didn't want to pay for it because I was like a baby they were like we don't even want you to get married so we're not going to give you a bunch of money I think they I think we made the whole wedding in total cost it was under three thousand dollars the whole wedding including the dress it was like the hokiest little like fake flowers that I made yeah it was so hokey it was so like what's hokey hokey like like I don't know like square dance yeah like like it was like in a little church and then like the reception was just we were eating like brownies outside the church like it was all like there was Christmas lights and balloons for decorations I did it all myself it was very very, 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 like the lowest of low budget, including the $600 we paid to have access to the church, my dress, everything, $3,000. Yeah. That's not an underestimation. That's actually lit- literally what it cost. Yeah. Then the second time when I got married, my parents like, well, we already paid for one wedding, so... I was like, what? <laughs> that <laughs> my, didn't count. No, well, my mom was like, we don't even care if you get married, so why would we pay for it? Like, yeah. no, it's just not... But you know what the main difference is, is that my parents wouldn't want to pay for my wedding because they're trying to save up for their retirement mm-hmm. so that they're not a burden in quotation marks to them yeah. when they get older because mm-hmm. our parents don't give us a lot as much. I mean, some mm-hmm. white kids are like spoiled, obviously, but a lot of parents, they're so focused on their own retirement yeah. that they're not going to give as much to their kids yep. on yeah. the glo- uh, on the on the way there. Yeah. Whereas like your parents usually will cover the bill for like education or yeah. cover the bill for housing or yeah. weddings and those yeah. sorts of things because you need to be a success so you can take care of them later yeah exactly right so and and it's so funny because so many of my clients are like oh yeah I wish that you know things were different I'm like you have no idea actually how good you have it because like we're just independence is like the number one thing but it's so crazy because like brown kids wish for the independence that like white kids get yeah but I'd like my mom to buy my toilet paper yeah (laughs) but like like, then we get like I get upset like like I just recently moved out and like when my mom like gets me something like for the house I'm like why Uh, like why like I just get like upset about it but then but now because you want that full independence yeah exactly so it's so like the grass is always greener you're like I don't need your plant yeah I don't need this housewarming gift yeah yeah and it's, it's just so interesting like like we have that and then we don't appreciate it but mm-hmm. then 
but then we want what you have yeah. but then you don't appreciate yeah. it. You know what I mean? And so I knew I knew exactly that's why I had to have you ladies yeah. on to talk about this because I knew like everyone at the grass is always greener. And also yeah. I think that we all have our own idea of normal. Yep. Yeah. Right? Like exactly. everyone's normal is their normal. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I just feel like, you know, we have certain things in common. Yeah. And certain things yeah. that are super not in common. And which is like that's that's the great thing about life is like you can't go through life just having the same conversation mm-hmm. with the same people right about it's the fun same. to compare it and laugh yeah, at it exactly yeah. and talk about the same life experience like it's good like to a certain extent like you get to like validate your own like weird feelings but like at the same time like no change is going to come if like right. different people don't yeah. come together 100 right. and like have these kind of like conversations. exactly yeah, yeah like i took notes on how jana's mom had all these yeah. conversations. So now she's going to raise her. Oh, yeah. So now I am going to try to do the same thing. So now Kravine's going to try to make up with Tony in front of a <laughs> So you know what? Honestly. And take months until the doctor. But you guys, you guys, can I just say, yeah. like, obviously you have awkward conversations now that you have a podcast and you know, you don't yeah. know if your parents are listening or whatever. I have a episode called faking the O face. Okay. Yeah. Where it's literally a full episode about faking orgasms. Okay. Yeah. And she's making the sounds too. I'm literally faking orgasms in the episode. Like I'm literally like, oh yes, daddy. Okay. (laughs) My dad listened to the whole episode. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you know how differently it hits knowing that your dad is listening to you say, yes, daddy. Like don't know, don't want to know. Yeah. And my mom, my mom's like, for the record, I listened to Jana Marie. Yep. So, but my parents are like, we're just, we're, we're happy for you that you're living your dream. You know, like they just don't, they're like, you know, and my mom's like, I felt like I learned a lot. It was nice. Like, (laughs) so healthy, so healthy. We wouldn't know. So healthy for you to be, you know, doing the orgasm sounds and your dad listening. (laughs) Like, oh my God, Jana, to the point where I've had two kids. Right. And each time we've had done like the announcement to be like, Hey, we're pregnant. My husband doesn't want to be there. Because he's like, this is so freaking awkward. Everyone knows we had sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, yo, I've had girls submit to me being like, how do I tell my parents that I'm pregnant? Because they're going to know I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, we're so, we're 5,000 years behind. Like, yeah. But you know what? Real? It's funny because even when you, when you commented about me having a podcast and you were like, oh, this is probably going to be funny because she's white. She can talk about sucking dick. Yeah. I wanted to say you can too. No, I can't. You no, you could. I, I mean, you could. You just care. You just care a lot about what your family yeah. and friends yeah. think. Yeah, I yeah, unfortunately yeah. do not. Like yeah. I, I thought to myself, okay, my mom and dad have issues with some of the things I'm saying, but out of all the people who are listening to my podcast, only one of them is my mom and only one of them yes. is my dad. Yeah. And they actually don't have to listen if they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't live under their roof. You don't live under your yeah. mom's roof anymore. I don't count on them to pay my bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I will continue to say what I want and they don't have to listen. Yeah. So like, it's so funny because you know, they do all these things They do. Too. And you oh, and your mom, can- your Indian mom is having sex. Listen, listen. <laughs> not only, not only is your Indian mom having sex. If she didn't, you wouldn't be sitting here right yeah. now. Yeah. So yeah. we are all a product and, of, you know. And I just fucking learned this recently too in the last five years. Your Indian mom is having sex for non-reproductive purposes. <gasps> no. <laughs> just for the enjoyment? Just for the enjoyment? Yeah, because now I'm over 30, so I get to just be in the room when those conversations between like the aunties are happening where they're talking about shit like this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, my mind is blown because you're old enough know. now to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then one time I said it, I'm like, why are you having this conversation? I'm here. And they're like, we all, we know. You're 30, you're over 30. We know that you know what we're talking about. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now <laughs> you do. Now that you're 30. Yeah. Now you yeah. do. 30. There was there was this one time I was, I was sitting at Cactus Club one time having appetizers with my mom. Yeah. And somebody texted me and the text popped up on my phone and it just said, I miss your ass. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And my mom, and it said, this guy's name, I'm just going to pretend his name was 
Chad. Yeah. Okay. So Chad's message is like it's totally I, something Chad would say. Totally yeah. something a Chad would say. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I said, I miss your ass. And my mom was like, Chad misses your ass. And I was like, I I guess so. And she's like, Jana Marie, did you have sex with Chad? At this point, I've already been married and divorced once, right? So I'm cl- yeah. very clearly not a virgin, right? Yeah. Um, like I think it was like 29 at the time. I was like, no. And then she's like, look me in the eyes and tell me you didn't have sex with Chad. And then I looked at her and I was like, okay, I had sex with Chad. And she goes, he took something from you that you are never going to get back ever again. And she starts crying, right? Oh, really? Yeah. And the server comes walking over. She's like, "Um, can I I help you? Would you like a little more wine? I'm like, do you think this bitch needs more wine? Like, no, don't give my mom more wine. And I was like, she's like, he took something from you that you're never going to get back. And she was like... I've only ever had sex with two people, your dad and your stepdad. And I was like, I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) I said, but mom, I don't think he took something from me. I definitely gave it to him. And she was mortified. I was like, because my parents saw it. My mom sees it as like, you know, you're giving away, you're you're giving away. And I was like, it can be enjoyable as well. Like if I wanted to participate, if I enjoyed it, like, you know, and I've had to like teach her that, that like, it's okay to like enjoy being touched, enjoy all those sorts of things, you know? And so she's coming around. She gets around. it now. I mean, she's listened to enough of my podcast yeah, to get it now. Yeah, she knows that. <laughs> you know, yeah, she knows. She knows. Yeah, and I've even, I'm open enough with my parents that like, I I mean, just from like their jokes, they joke a lot about sex to the point where like, I'm like, maybe they need some help. So I literally gave them weed gummies and told them to try them before they have sex. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Gina. <laughs> Yo, this some white girl shit, bro. Yes. <laughs> That's some white girl I shit right I here. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. <laughs> I told this to my mom. My mom said this, and I said this to her, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're being said the word boyfriend to her mom three weeks ago, and it's a big deal on our podcast. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh. A lot of people could. Well, here relate. we are. Honestly, if you haven't had sex, hi. You're missing out. <laughs> if you haven't had sex. <laughs> I know, I know. I know you're a virgin, Coach P. I know you are a virgin. I know this. I yeah, can see never, the halo from here. Never. I'm an angel child. But to the married woman in the room, you should really try high sex sometime. I can't deny it. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Eyes are above out of her head. <laughs> Dude. Okay. The first time I had sex high, I'm not even joking. Okay. This is just me and my empath ways. Like I just feel for the whole world at all times. I cried after and I said, some people will die having never had experienced that. Actually, <laughs> actually, some of my, actually, one of my friends was yeah. telling me about this. Like, it was on a group chat. Yes. One of my friends was like, you guys should try high sex. And everyone was like, wow. But I think everyone tried it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just the best. Because you have no inhibitions. You yeah. just like, you just enjoy like whatever feels good you do. You're not thinking really at all about the other person. I actually at some point forget that I even have a partner. Yeah, I'm just dude, like, actually, you know what everything I just felt so good. Did you really just, did you really hear it one time or is that what happened? No, no, no. I heard one time on a podcast, (laughs) Uh a different podcast about the, the girl was talking about how her, the best sex of her life was when she had sex with an ugly guy. Oh. And it was because she didn't care about what she looked like or what she sounded like or anything. Cause she didn't care if this guy liked her back. Oh, I love that. And it was the most wild sex and the most amazing sex of her life because she was 100 so herself out there. no fucks given and no fucks given and it was the best sex of her life and the best sex of his life right and i was like yo that is so fucking interesting but wouldn't it be great though if you could fuck with that confidence 
regardless. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the confidence you yeah. need to go in with with yeah. the guys freaking, you know, yeah. like yeah. I don't yeah. know, Michael B. Jordan. Like you just have that same confidence. Yeah, exactly. Because like you know who you are and what you have to offer and exactly. you just know that like he's the luckiest man in the world for getting access to your exactly. delicate flower. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I oh 100%. This, I guess so many girls are like, "Oh my god, like I'm so scared to have sex with my boyfriend because like I'm like a little bit chubby and have like this one role. And I'm like, dude, he's oh. fucking hit the lottery. Yeah. That yeah. the fact that a naked girl yep. is willing to be in the same room as yep. him. At no point has a man ever seen a woman take her clothes off and be like, oh wait, you have stretch marks? Yeah. like not Just kidding. Like, Let's not do this. That doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Like, um, a long time ago, I did makeup for an escort. Okay. And she contacted me because she was going to do promo photos for her website and she's going to have a whole bunch of dudes come to her hotel room. Right. And so she wanted to like have her makeup done and then use it for all her business purposes mm -hmm. that day. So I saw her website and this woman looked like fucking Jessica Rabbit. Like she was such a turbo babe, like total bombshell. Mm -hmm. And I was almost intimidated to meet her because I just thought she's so beautiful, right? And when I got to her hotel room, I don't know who answered the door, but it was not the lady from the website. It yeah. was like, we're talking like total catfish situation yeah. here, right? Like she was definitely counting on a makeup artist to save the day. Let's just put it that way, right? <laughs> wow. And I was like, yikes, you know? And I realized like my experience in that moment was the exact same as like a man who saw her online, showed up mm. to her hotel room and that's what she looked like. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure nobody goes, never mind. Yeah. yeah. No right? one, because no like walked the out. fantasy has already been built up. He already mm. knows he's going to get his pee pee wet. Yeah. Like he's already got this set in his mind. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, she opens the door and is like, yeah, I mean, uh, whatever, I guess yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. She's not Photoshopped, not the right lighting, not the hair and makeup, mm. not the, you know, all these sorts of things. And I was like, yeah, that's this thing. Like we put all this pressure on ourselves. Yeah. Mm. But it's not, it's not about that. One time I was with this guy and he was like, would you like me to turn the lights off? And I was like, no, you can leave them on. I'm fine with how I look. Like you can look at me. Yeah. Enjoy. And he's probably shocked. <laughs> enjoy right yeah. and then we like did it with the lights on and I regretted it because I was looking at his gross body the whole time <laughs> I was like that's a lot of back hair that's kind of yeah. gross like <laughs> you know what it's time to really start looking at them differently yeah. right like I wish yeah. the lights were off now because I don't really enjoy looking at your dad bod that much we need to yeah. flip the script you yeah, know, yeah. Flip, the script. flip the script dude yeah. well ladies this has been an actual pleasure of mine thank you so much thank for getting you. tipsy on Big thank Lash Energy know, it's the first time it's never happened on my podcast. Are you serious? It's a big deal. Yeah. Well, hopefully your mom won't listen to this no, one. No, she probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you ladies all the best thank and all so the success much. in the world with your podcast. Thank, and thank you. You, you for too. Spending some time with little me. Thank you. Little you? What are you talking <laughs> about? Do you have your own yachts and shit? Yeah. Popping bottles? Yeah. We haven't even done one photo shoot for a podcast. Yet. <laughs> it's time to start, man. Gotta have yeah. that big lash energy, you know? True that. Yeah, True dad. it's the vibe. It's the vibe. Thank you so much. So, did you enjoy that? I loved taking a second to laugh at how different our normals are. It was an absolute honor having Coaches Don't Play on the show. Please look them up so you can show them some love and definitely give a listen to our episode. I appreciate your feedback more than you know. So if you enjoyed this vibe, please tell me and I'll find more fabulous guests. If you have ideas for guests or ideas for shows, please don't hesitate to reach out at hellojana.com or on Instagram at either Jana Marie Makeup or Big Lash Podcast. Until then, I'm just going to have to go back to my solo mode. Just me and the microphone. Thank you so much for listening. Until we speak again, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass, 
big lash energy everywhere you go. Oh, and if you have a friend who you think might like this show just as much as you do, can you pretty please share it with them? I'm pretty sure that every time you do, an angel gets its wings. It's true. Anyways, thanks again for listening. Until next time. Mwah. Damn, take what you feel.